Yo, what's good everybody? It's your boy Wolfie here, man, and this is the first ever, first ever Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast, and I am here with my co-host, Darry. Say hello to the lovely people. Hello, people. Welcome to the first ever. Very excited. Very excited. Very excited, man. So we're not going to be doing um, anything to do with news or anything like that today. Uh, we're literally just going to be going over... Uh, what we saw during the week on WWE television, and then we're going to be going over the SummerSlam match card, um, which I am not even too familiar with. Um, I've not. This is like the first. I say it's like the first week I've really been back into like main roster television. But you obviously watch Raw and SmackDown quite religiously, don't you? I do. I do. Yeah, for my sins. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Darry is in no more than I am, but. Um, I'm trying to catch up on things, but I mainly watch NXT and NXT UK. Darry is more of the um, 205 Live, Raw, SmackDown, um, and things like that. So we both kind of have a, what would I say, like a, a, a middle ground where he watches, you know, the main roster. I watch like the NXT stuff. Um, obviously watch other stuff outside of WWE as well. And um, yeah, we kind of just have like a nice middle ground, which is why... This this kind of works a bit, doesn't it? It does. It does. We seem to tickle bases. So. <laughs> um, and then, of course, there will be other shows on this um, podcast as well. Um, I'm looking to do stuff for um, MLW because I watch MLW quite religiously. So I'd like to bring that into a podcast format. Um, I know Darry watches 205 Live and is very passionate about 205 Live. So um, yeah. I'm sure there'll be content on that as well. Um, we're not too. We, we're still going over things in regards to how we're going to do cover weekly television. We don't know if we're going to do it every single um, other day after the show, or if it's just going to be at the end of the week uh, with news and rumors and things like that. But we'll get there eventually. But if you do go on to enjoy this podcast today, make sure you hit the like button on YouTube. Um, and if you're listening to this elsewhere, then uh, give us a nice little thumbs up rating. We highly appreciate it. So. Barry, I'm going to let you take this away. What did you think of Raw? Uh, it's, it was it was okay. And it's, there wasn't anything for a go-home show. The problem is, like, for me, SummerSlam is the second biggest pay-per-view of the year, like, behind mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And all that I feel is, like, it's just full of, other than Bray Wyatt's debut and stuff, it's it's kind of filler matches. And for a go-home show to, uh, of Raw to SummerSlam, wasn't that hot on it? I mean, it was okay. Like, I, I, I'm not hating on it, but it shouldn't just be okay at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was okay. It was a solid enough show. It was a solid enough show. So, we kicked off the show with Samoa Joe um, kind of just... We're going through this briefly, but he kind of was just mm-hmm. on a rampage, like, shouting at Michael Cole. And was just like, you know... Yeah, what was like, funny, though, Michael Cole actually bricked himself. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they must have prepared the man, but not prepared him at the same time because he was actually scared. <laughs> they must have been like, right, Samoa Joe's just going to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, he's just going to complain. He's just going to jump complain. in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, Renee Young was absolutely bricking herself. Like, she was just looking yeah. at him, like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Um, 
but he starts off with going off on a rampage, just asking for an apology uh, from Mr. No Man Gaines, aka Roman Reigns. Um, and then Michael Cole was like, let's take us back to what happened last week. And Joe's like, yeah, let's take us back. <laughs> like, Joe was just on a mad one. Um, but that kind of just ended because Becky Lynch just eventually came out. Yeah, um, she just kind of interrupted it, man. But... Yeah, just randomly, just walks out. I'm thinking, okay. All right. It was um, it was a different start than Raw normally. Normally, you have big entrance, someone in the middle of the ring talking about what they're going to do. It was it was a different opening video. It was nice to have something a bit different. Yeah, I suppose so. Sure. And it and it gave a bit of a hook for the what the rest of the show was kind of going to be. Well, you thought it was going to be about Joe protesting his innocence. So you know, it, it kind of gave you a a short burst of what you thought was to come. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and then we had the match. Well, we kind of kicked off Raw with a match, to be fair, because that segment didn't really last too long. Um, so it was Charlotte and Becky, which I found very weird, um, taking on Natalia and Trish Stratus. Mm. What did you think of this? Um, I, I, did, I think the only bit I was pleased is that they didn't have Becky and Charlotte act like friends. They still had them act like they hate each other, at least. Um, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I mean, it was a nice way to get Trish... Back into the uh, yeah, and the thing is, I'm I'm pretty sure surely Becky is the heel going into this match, but they're booking Natalia as the heel. It's just ridiculous. I don't know yeah, that, this whole Becky Natalia thing. Natalia's never going to be Raw Women's Champion, you know. Like it's never going to happen. Like I'm sorry, Natalia, you're a good wrestler, and I love the work that you do training, but she's never going to be a champ. And Trish didn't fight, so I don't yeah. know. It the idea of it's good. It just it was it just didn't work for me, but. It was okay. I mean, Natalia, she looked credible when we all know she's losing, but she has at least made it look like she's going to put up a fight. But yeah, I agree with you as well, which is all true. I, um, I don't really understand what they're doing with Natalia because mm. no one's going to take her seriously. We haven't taken her seriously for a number of years. And that's not to say she's not look good. look at her as a trainer now. Like, yeah. I don't think we look at her as a, as a fighter. Like, with this character, she's not very, she hasn't got any sort of personality to pull off this character. And that's nothing against her. She's a great worker and she does a lot of training work. But I don't know. Yeah. We yeah. know she's losing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like you said, it's true. Like Natalia's character has never been solidified. It's never been a, a strong character, which is why the audience doesn't really appeal to Natalia. I, I personally don't appeal to Natalia. Um, I'm not to say like she's not good in the ring. I think technically she's one of the best technical wrestlers on the women's roster, but mm -hmm. she just doesn't have that appeal where I am, you know, looking at her as a strong contender to take the title off Becky Lynch. Oh, just... She's just she's holding she's holding giving Becky something to do in between feuds from Lacey Same, to yeah. whatever's next. Uh, that that's all that is. And Natalia will do that, but my point again is that shouldn't be SummerSlam. Yeah. It should be a big match at SummerSlam. This should be like a Clash of Champions, you know, backlash filler. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. But um, but yeah, I mean, they've made the they've made the sharpshooter look credible again. It looks like it hurt, you know. So parts of it have worked, and yeah. you know. But I just uh, I don't really get it. I'm not into any of the women's matches, and I should be because like Charlotte Trish, for example, is a dream match. It's a woman's dream match. Let's mm. call it what it is. But I'm not into any of them. You know, I'm not. I'm not. Not at all. Um, mm. One match I was into, which was the next match on the card, was Andrade versus oh. Rey Mysterio. My goodness. Oh, man. Watched him a million times and I can watch <laughs> him a million more. Like, I'm not even Sorry. sad that they fight every week. 
It's their chemistry is just amazing. It's so good to watch. And for me, I'm just sat there thinking, why these guys aren't feuding over a mid-card title is just mind-blowing. It's, it's, you know, you, you look at the landscape of WWE and you see AJ Styles holding the United States Championship. To me, and I don't know whether you agree, but I feel like it's, it's like he's holding it hostage because there's guys like these two who are putting on five-star clinics every single time they're in the ring with each other. But yeah, they don't have a title to feud for. It doesn't no. doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. And with the matches that those put on and how you can see a match so many times and we've seen it so many times and no one's bored of it. Like I could watch them again next week. No problem. The crowd was so into it, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're great. I mean, and they had Zelina Vega get involved this time. Match had everything. And yeah. it always does, every time. And you know that one of them are going to hit that Canadian destroyer destroy every time they match. <laughs> and every time we go, yay! Like, yeah. But there yeah, I could watch in, them every week. There was one spot in this match, though. I don't know if you saw it. It was like a, a baseball slide powerbomb from Rey Mysterio to the outside. Um, I, he literally r- ran off the ropes, did a baseball slide through the bottom rope, flipped over Andrade and did a powerbomb. It was absolutely mental. Like, Rey Mysterio's in his 40s and he's still wrestling like he's 29, 30. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, then we move on to the 24-7, as I call it, European Hardcore Championship. <laughs> Um, oh, it's just it's getting more and more absurd by the week and i love it i love it <laughs> you know a lot of people complain about it but i think it's one of the best things thing is wrestling has and always will need this kind of wackiness yeah of course it needs it just to spin it off because some of the storylines can get a bit deep get, get a mm-hmm. bit personal it needs this and if it isn't your thing cool i get that but i think it's wonderful <laughs> but that's what that's what the attitude era had you know it had all of these kind of wacky weird yeah moments just out there like he's yeah, yeah. Mi- his mind was just everywhere so this is great um but they had them um, well maria had an appointment for her her unborn child um and she went with her husband and then whilst they were you know preparing for the scans or whatever uh maria asked mike for you know some t- testosterone asked him to get manly butcher up a little bit and he's like you know look i'm here for you you know i got you i'm going to take care of you how he done this I didn't even expect it, but he pins Maria as she lays down, and the referee is dressed as a nurse. Yeah. Like, I couldn't actually believe what I was watching. And they got the female referee, the referee as yeah, well, NXT, you know, like, yeah. yeah, I love it. No, I, I love it. <laughs> and then, that ends, Mike leaves, like, just, just literally leaves Maria, and then... You just see, like, a woman sat there, just oddly, strangely, just sat there, and then she like the magazine comes down and we all know who it was it was our truth <laughs> and then he rolls up mike canellis just out of nowhere pins him and i'm sure that's like our truth's 20th uh and i love the fact that he was dressed as the woman and carmella as the man yeah <laughs> just... <laughs> but the only thing um we're gonna play devil's advocate a little bit is yeah. they need to be careful not to put it all the time on our truth they need to maybe spin off for two or three weeks on to somebody else. Just not yet, because our truth is just is running with it. But just be careful that they don't just make it too dull because you know the end of every segment, our truth is going to win it back, you know? Because yeah. you, you want to keep it as entertaining nonsense, not as the our truth show, which at the moment is fine because it's, it's working and I love it. But just need to be careful that they don't overdo it like they can do, you know? I, I agree. I agree, actually. Um, I think there is enough, like, even I feel like Titus has the 
charisma to do yeah. something with the title for like a week or two. Yeah. Get Titus on it. Apollo Crews. It's a chance for you to use some of these other guys that could have yeah. a bit. Eric Young even, you know? Oh. Eric Young could work, you know? So Eric Young could take that title and actually make it into something like credible, you know, like put on yeah, yeah. Things, exactly. extreme raw matches every single week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can actually make it look a bit more like a hardcore title instead of a fun, you know? Yeah. They've got enough wrestlers in that lower card that can do little segments quite well. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then we had the interview with um, Becky Lynch. Well, um, her promo was fine. Her <laughs> promo was fine. Natalia's was cringy. I. It just, it feels like such a forced feud that none yeah. of us wanted, you know? No one asked for it. No, it's just, it's been a few weeks worth of awkward BS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Becky, well, for me, even Becky's promos sometimes come across a bit cringeworthy, but um, yeah. I'm... I, think I think even Becky knows that, you know, everyone knows Becky's going to win clean. It's not even going to be a dirty finish unless they got Bret Hart back and I can't see that. Then she's mm-hmm. not going to get any kind of pop either. I don't think Canada's, Canada's going to be into the Trish match. I just, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't know. She's oh, the yeah. cover of the 2K20, for God's sake, Becky. She deserves better right now, you know? With that, well, even that could play into a factor of it. Like, she shouldn't really be losing, to be fair, because she's the first woman. Like, she's made so many big moves to the exactly. point They've where... announced that, where we now even know, that hammered home, even if there was some doubt that Natalia was going to win the belt. It's not going to happen now. No, no. But, no, it's, uh, it's been a shame. Um, what else has been a shame is Seth Rollins. So we go on to the um, Bork yeah. Laser segment with Seth Rollins. And um, Heyman cuts a typical Brock Lesnar promo. Um, yeah. Nothing you, you don't really expect. You know, if I, was, if I was going anywhere and I could have one person introduce me to the ring or just talk for me, it's Paul Heyman. Like, simply put, I am a Paul Heyman guy, always will be. Um so they recap Seth basically getting destroyed from last week. They play a little highlight package, um, which, again, was just brutal. And, you know, I give my praises to Seth Rollins for doing that because... Because mm, it was it, brutal. It was brutal, man. It just looked painful. I, ma- I imagine they gave him the script and was like, this is what we're doing. And I can't imagine the reaction he first had. But I know, obviously, he's a trooper, so he must have been like, right, cool, I'll do it. But deep down mm. inside... Probably, probably like praying. For, not another. Not I can't. I can't afford to get exactly because like whatever it is, Brock Lesnar is going to hurt people. You know, Brock Lesnar you know I mean? is an actual animal. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> he's an actual beast. So uh, even doing that in a controlled environment, it's going to hurt as as all hell. Like, <laughs> could you yeah. imagine? And then they probably just said to him like. Well, they might have had a conversation between themselves, and Seth might have just said, "Listen, give me, give yeah, me let's everything. Go for it. Let's mm-hmm. go over. Yeah, because the, their WrestleMania match was really poor. So mm. I don't know, but I'm not, I'm I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm just I'm, I'm I don't want Seth Rollins to be champ again. I don't, I, I, and I haven't wanted Lesnar to win the belt and hold on to it for like ever. But this, yeah, I wanna. I want to see. I can't. I can't. They can't have this injured, messed up Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar after the way they've booked Brock Lesnar in the past. You know, it's just, so true. I can't yeah. see it. You know, like Brock Lesnar has tore through everyone. You know, um, mm-hmm. and now an injured Seth Rollins is going to be able to take him down. No, I can't see. It, it shouldn't happen realistically. Um, but Heyman does say he says like in the promo that they need a new hero. WWE needs a new hero. Um, Seth then comes out after 
the promo and he's he's all discombobulated with a chair and can barely get into the ring. And uh, basically, long story cut short, Lesnar just ends Seth as we know it. Like, literally just chucks Although he did use the famous Vince quote, I guarantee victory. Rock and Vince yeah. have always used that. I, I was all Lesnar with no doubt in my mind until he said the words guarantee. When someone guarantees something <laughs> in wrestling, it's to make you think they won't do it and then they end up doing, doing it. it. Watch yeah. back when Rock said it, when Vince has said it, it's what they've said. So, yeah, I was all right until he said the words guarantee. I just, it would be bad for Brock Lesnar to have him lose to Rollins in the mess that Rollins well, is. And I can't see them booking Lesnar bad. It depends how they, that's what I was going to say. It depends how they book the match, to be honest. They could, if they don't do a clean finish, um, then I'd, but even yeah, then, a clean like, finish doesn't, I don't know. I don't know. That match we'll is just, yeah, it's just one of those ones. But, um, Seth then afterwards, whilst he's recovering from being destroyed, drops the worst promo I think he's ever dropped in his entire career, personally for me. I, I did not like it. Um, I did, it did nothing for his character. He's already been on a huge decline in terms of his popularity with um, the WWE Universe. Um, some of his tweets have been just really stupid. Someone's uh, got to take his Twitter away from him. Do you know what I mean? You, honestly, his media, um, like being a, being with the press, he's he said some crazy, crazy stuff, and you know, towards AEW as well and whatever. So, right, what, right taking food off the. T- yeah, like right Come now, on. Seth is not in the greatest position, and this promo did nothing for him. Like, and I think that's why he loses, and he'll drift down to the US title for a little bit. Has to, man. Like, it's... go and rebuild himself a little bit, or take some time off. Get injured, take some time off. Just let's miss him or something for a bit more, and he can come back. I don't know. Yeah, well, Seth was... needs help. You know, like okay, yeah. maybe he hasn't been booked very well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Becky stuff was a bit awkward, but he could have performed it better. You know, I'm not going to put all the bad on his. Like, okay, if they book it with the Becky thing, take advantage of that. Becky's hot at the minute, you know, use it, you know, but I don't think he's performed it very well. Like the way he cut that promo on Monday, that was just poor from his point. Okay, it's not the greatest thing you've been written, but you work with what you've got and he doesn't seem to even be doing that at the minute. I think it's actually time for just a 180 flip with Seth, like turn him heel. I don't know how they he do it. Seth is much better as a heel. The face thing better. saved while Le- Re- Reigns was being hated on, but they don't need him as a face now. They need a good heel anyway. So flip him. Yeah, I'll yeah. go with that. Um, there wasn't a m- other matches after that, was there? I think we just had the, uh, was it the Miz TV segment? Or was and it Reigns? Angle getting... Mandible oh yeah hometown. yeah sorry i'm, I'm oh not... and the viking raiders yeah. beating sorry, up I'm... some local my... boys again but <laughs> my pages have just done a, a remix um we had the street profits and angle segment um which was very quick it was just no harm no harm no foul yeah. you know pretty quick uh drew does appear though and he mentions that he tapped out Kurt angle and reminds of what i happened. think drew saved that segment from being really silly and annoying if i'm honest you think? <laughs> yeah I, it, was, it was no harm. It was, it was silly fun. Kurt Angle was in Pittsburgh. But I think actually Drew kept that segment. But I'm biased to Drew, so it's fine. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We will um, learn over coming episodes my love for Drew McIntyre. So. <laughs> we, well, we can actually have a whole discussion on Drew McIntyre because I've got a lot to say about that guy. Um, but that's for probably another, another episode. Um, Viking Raiders versus some jobbers. Um, just get on with what, it. What is even Ryback right be stopped fighting lower card? Nobody, you know I mean, these guys, I don't know. 
But the yes, real question intimidating is, and can beat up guys in 30 seconds. I want to see them fight someone. That's it. And the real question is, what is an Eva? What is that? What is an Eva? And what an Eric's a normal name, but what is an Eva? Like I don't I've never heard that name ever. Like their names are just I don't oh, WWE, I don't know what you've done with them. Like you just actually killed and them. And the thing is, like if you watch, I don't think the crowd actually cares. I've got that. They've one. taken too long. And beat up too many jobbers. As I say, even Ryback moved up from lower card wrestlers quicker than they have. I got that one. I don't Nobody cared. There wasn't a single soul in that arena that cared. And that's yeah. We want to see them fight. They're a good tag team on NXT, but exactly. let's see them fight the Usos or Revival. Someone. Anyone. True. Don't yeah. care. So Even B team would work at this point. <laughs> fight someone we know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, On to a bit of a downer, though. Uh, we did have a highlight package for harley race um personally harley race was before my time uh yeah. so i don't i'm not too familiar with his work or Just how influential by my time so but yeah his name that we all still know mm-hmm. so, so um yeah rest in peace to harley race that's uh, a big loss for the wrestling community um so yeah we move on to drew versus cedric alexander with angle as the special guest referee this match basically didn't really happen, to be honest. Um, no, I'd li- I've enjoyed the Drew McIntyre, Cedric Alexander stuff, though. More than I thought I would. Like, uh, they seem to work quite well, but um, I like it. I like it. it. It was nothing memorable or fancy. It was just Fiend doing what Fiend does, taking out another legend. Like it. I think that's great. Yeah, I think yeah. That's yeah. Great. Just reminded everybody that he's coming back to squash Finn Balor at SummerSlam. So. And you know it is? It's like you don't know... It sounds stupid, but for me, this is me personally. You don't know when he's going to attack or who he's going to attack. It just happens. And that needs to continue because I thought after they did it with Finn Balor, I thought it was just going to be Finn Balor and every week it was going to be Finn Balor. But it's taken out two legends. I just I just wonder, is it going to lead to him fighting a legend ish if you take it out? You know, maybe I I could see after Finn, Rey Mysterio might be a good feud for him to have just to keep momentum, keep matches. Ray, Ray will always put on a good show. You know, Ray could True. be like defending legends or something. It'd be a good feud for both of them. It could be fun. So, you know, but I'm liking it. I'm, liking I'm liking it. it a lot. Yeah. But for someone to have changed their character, like it has after the way they booked Bray, they've handled this one, his transformation very, very well. I think they know they had to, they, they couldn't yeah. afford to mess like up. if, with Taker on his last legs, Bray Wyatt can feel that, not as the same, but that character perfectly. They've got a Taker replacement sort of character, dark, mysterious character that they can just slot Bray Wyatt into. You know? mm. so. And what's also good um, about this whole thing is that like, with, with Bray Wyatt's Twitter, of course, like when you look at it, you have to read between the lines. When you look at it, like he tweeted Kurt Angle after the whole segment happened. And... You know, obviously, we know he's got two different characters: the um, the Bray Wyatt from Firefly Funhouse, and then you've got the Fiend. And then, as you were going down with the with what he was talking about, it slowly started to get more cryptic. And yeah. it was like he's tweeting as himself, and then it slowly turns into the Fiend. It's so good. It's so good how he does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it but yeah, his whole character, I just, I just love it. Uh, then we've got New Day versus the OC. Um, all hell breaks loose from the start of the match, basically. Um, 
to allow Ricochet to How are we getting up? tag champs versus tag champs without a single mention, though? Like, how is it not told, not promoted, the, the two champs of each show are fighting? Like, I don't know. Fine. I don't and know. I had no real purpose. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. That's so... I didn't even write that down. That's so true. Um, yeah, so Ricochet comes out eventually to make it a six-man tag match because uh, it was never going to be a tag team match. And, uh, yeah, we get a six-man tag match. Did you enjoy it? Nope. No, I didn't. I didn't either. I don't know. I did, I, I don't know. Ricochet didn't need to come out. Just let the OC demolish Nougat. Uh, yeah, well, whatever. I don't know. Did I don't know. I didn't get it. What's the point? Why would yeah. he come and save New Day? How do we not get the match promoted? The only thing I did like was Luke Gallows doing his face. That was fun. That, that looked all right. Oh, that speaking of Luke Gallows, that, that guy, he's, he can move. I didn't realize yeah. They can actually wrestle those two. Like now they're being booked. People are actually going to see. Like, oh damn! That was literally <laughs> me. I was like, oh Luke, you can actually. You're a bit flexible too. Like, what's what's going on? I was, <laughs> I, was I was confused. Yeah, yeah. Um, got two more, three more. No, two more segments. Um, That's Joe and well, Joe goes to seek Roman's reigns because he he hadn't had his apology from the beginning. Um, he comes out, holds up the show, basically sits down, demands reigns to come out. Says he's done, and he'll go and greet him because Reigns wasn't coming out. And then he meets Roman Reigns in the car park, and they're kind of like, they looked like they were about to just go at each other, like they were just talking or whatever. And then out of nowhere, right, the guy thought he must have been on a Formula One track, but someone just comes and just crashes into the side of Roman Reigns' car. Um, Reigns dodged it very nicely, went to the front of the car. And then this is where we kind of have like a Samoa Joe face turn because yeah. Joe, Joe started asking for help. And, you know, of course, I like, don't get is Is that a Joe face turn? Because like Joe that's been booked would have just sort of what left. I don't know what that was. That bit. That's the only bit of it that didn't make any sense. I don't know if I liked it. I like. I, was, I don't. Yeah, I'm in two minds actually. I like it. and I don't like it. I like it. Yeah, because if it does mean like a face Joe and it means like some Samoan thing with Roman Reigns, okay, I'm on board. But if it was just like a one-off, if it doesn't happen again and Joe goes back to trying to be like some evil psychopath, then I don't know. We'll see. It depends on what they do next. If they, if they roll with it, then I like it. Yeah. Um, then we had the women's tag team championship match: uh, the Kabuki Warriors, Fire Desire, the Iconics, and Bliss and Nikki. Um, I did not care whatsoever about this. This came out, to me, this came out of left field. I don't even know if it was advertised. Maybe it was, but I completely missed it. Um, the Kabuki Warriors looked quite good, though, as they should do, because... They, they, the end, the end, they looked weak. Yeah. And then they, like, really dragged out them getting out of the ring. Like, they were so, like, Paige was carrying them both away. And you're like, <laughs> come on, man, like, what is going on? Don't book them like that. Just let them walk off. But I think the only thing, congrats to Nikki Cross for winning her first belt. Yeah, see, I've got an issue with it. All of it. Uh, I would have put first, it on first, somebody else. But... Well, the first issue is something you mentioned to me, I believe, um, in, your, in your stream, which was that the Iconics, like, it's their yeah, first it's match. Shafted. They just got shafted, chucked yeah. in to a Fatal 4-Way tag team. Yeah, yeah. They've had it since WrestleMania. Nothing was done... Um, Nothing was done with the tug belt since WrestleMania. They haven't had any sort of defense, and they're eliminated first. <laughs> shambolic. <laughs> it's not right. I feel a bit sorry for them being like the only actual tag team. 
And yeah. the only reason Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss have got it is because they're on telly the most. That is literally, I think, what they decided. Like, who, oh, who do we put on telly the most? Oh, we'll give them the tag titles then so people can see the belts. But I don't think they know what to do with them. I don't think. I think just, was, they shouldn't have done them. They, the belt should not have been introduced. Personally, I don't know when it's official that Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are overseeing Raw and SmackDown. But oh, this was Paul Heyman's call to pull this from SummerSlam to Raw. I'm not surprised because it doesn't need to be on the SummerSlam no. card. Like no so one cares. That's why he's he's pulled he pulled it down. So. Nobody cares. Yeah. Um, the last segment was had, all right. It was sorry. it was good for Nikki Cross. I think that's it. Well, she's she's a Grand Slam. Oh well, she's not because she hasn't won the NXT Championship. I was going to say she's a Grand Slam champion, but against the count. Well, you can count that for the main roster. She is. Yeah, and Alexa, yeah. Alexa and Nikki, safe pair of hands. They, hopefully they've got some plans for it. And I, have to, I just feel really sorry for the Iconics. Because right? I love the Iconics as well. They, they're good characters. They're good characters. Yeah, they're terrible wrestlers, but they're good yeah. characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last segment on Raw was Miz TV, which um, this gave me a bit of a flashback, and I'll talk about it in a second. Uh, but the Miz calls out HBK and Ziggler uh, for Miz TV. Dolph Ziggler finds out basically after their whole ban- banter and forth and you know Ziggler claiming Ziggler's promos just sound exactly the same now to be honest um yeah Ziggler, Ziggler does what Ziggler does and we all kind of we roll with it don't we yeah <laughs> you um... can't the thing with that he's like you don't hate him you don't like him you just know what Ziggler's gonna do you know what you're gonna get some whiny yeah. promo he's gonna sell some moves Cut of super kicks where nearly pinned and off he goes and does it again and you don't mind it. It's cool. We're good with yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so he finds out he's not facing the Miz, um, and then and everyone cheers and HBK steps forward and everyone's like, oh HBK, and then I think everyone really knew who he was oh, facing, but it was yeah, just like a little dramatic moment. HBK though at the end, like please, if I if he has got one more match in him, which it doesn't look like it after the Saudi Arabia thing, HBK versus Dolph Ziggler. Oh, my a box I think, but do like, you know what? If if HBK can hang, I mean, I know Ziggler is the performer that can carry anyone. Like he mm-hmm. can sell and he can he can work with anyone. So if HBK can just make it look like he can hang one more time, then Dolph Ziggler is a perfect opponent and would be a and would tick a good dream match box for me. Well, you know what? Having you said that, you you kind of see like they've planted seeds for it mm. because you know I am this whole. They've whole like done the whole like oh he's probably gonna face the Miz or he could face Shawn Michaels he disrespected Shawn Michaels. Well, maybe well, they're but... building up to like a Team Dolph Team Miz Survivor Series old school. Oh god match. no, I couldn't. No, I, do, I wouldn't want maybe that. That's how they let the legends hang. But I can't, yeah, I hope not. But Ziggler so, has got to be the payoff in it. <laughs> eventually, hopefully, because it, it makes yeah. sense. Like even if it's at the Saudi Arabia show in. in yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. If we just see it once, let's do it. I agree. So Ziggler sprints from the ring because um, Goldberg comes out. Uh, I did not care. Goldberg basically says he's next. But I did like the fact that they didn't allow Goldberg to speak that much. They just had him say his Doesn't famous mean... line. Yeah. And that was This it. works. This works. I, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a WWC, WCW guy. I watched it. I, I want Goldberg to put Saudi Arabia to bed. Dolph Ziggler will help him do that because nobody sells like Dolph Ziggler. This gives him his ending. I'm hoping, though, this is the end for Goldberg. I, I don't mind it. Spear, Jackhammer, Dolph Ziggler will sell. Bob, Goldberg will look strong. He rides off to the sunset with that one last match working. I'm, I'm liking it. Mm-hmm. Like I, the, the two work. And I get 
because I'm a WCW guy, I think by by history, I want Goldberg to go off on a high. You know, Saudi Arabia is not that high. Ziggler will sell enough to make it look like Goldberg's back to his best. But what I'm scared about is that they think Goldberg's back to his best and he wrestles again. <laughs> he said it too well, you know? But no, yeah. I'm not hating the match. It'll be a squash match, everyone knows, but Ziggler will sell it well. Goldberg will get that redemption and everyone's happy, you know? It works. Um, yeah, it does. What I, was, what I was talking about, the flashback thing, was the um, switcher music Shawn Michaels gave Ziggler at the top of the round. It reminded me of the Chris Jericho switcher music that Chris Jericho suffered from HBK. Uh, before their match at WrestleMania 18, I believe it was, or was it 19? Can't remember what WrestleMania was. 19, I think. Um, but yeah, that's that. I wanted him to do the actual pose over him and everything, but it, I don't think they would have done that. But that's what he gave me flashbacks of. But yeah, Raw was cool. Um, like you said, it wasn't much of a go home show. Like it didn't excite me for anything. No. Um, but yeah, this is this is what we get every single Raw. Nothing, nothing exciting. The, the best thing about WWE television right now is the Fiend, for me anyway. Yes, and the twenty four seven. Yeah, <laughs> I could watch those two all day. So, um, SmackDown again was nothing special. Um, nah, it's even worse for me. Even worse, really. Yeah, Charlotte kicked off the show. Um, I do, guns. I do have to admit her her full heel gimmick is just. It's, it's perfect. She does nev- never so turn her face ever no, again. Don't need to. Like, you would cheer her as a heel. Just have her be bad. You would still cheer her. Like, you'd still buy her stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> you'd still sell merch as Charlotte Heel. Like, you'd make money out of her. Don't, yeah, just don't and kids change love her. her. Yeah, yeah. Even as she is. Kids love her. So, um, yeah, she comes out, says she's going to sh- uh, shatter Trish Stratus, and, you know, Charlotte wants to eat trish alive greatness eats trish alive or whatever and she also um then she turns around and asks for a highlight package to be shown and i believe she was asking it to be shown of her like what she's done over the course of however many years and then just cuts and trish just package just starts playing which i thought was great yeah um, and then trish comes out confronts charlotte uh say she's been dreaming of one more match one thing i had an issue about this promo was that trish sounded very shaky she didn't sound confident when she was talking maybe that was nerves and she didn't look good at Evolution a year ago. So, you know, she's only a year older. So, I don't know. It's, it, as I say, it's a dream match as long as Trish can hang. You know, Charlotte is, mm-hmm. you know, I know some people may not agree. Charlotte is the best women's wrestler WWE have got right now. Like, you know, she is. And yeah, on the, yeah. On a on performance, but, you know, and I just, I worry. But if, she, if Trish can go, it'll be a great match. But it's the same thing you said with Dolph. Though. But she like, couldn't Charlotte's... even connect with the slap, could she? Like she broke. Yeah, that, she that just was slapped that her. Was that was <laughs> awkward. Oh and my that's the gosh. thing. So she didn't wrestle on Raw. She missed the slap on SmackDown. This is a week before a big dream match for some people. You know, it just ooh. Yeah, it's a bit shaky. Yeah, a bit. It's a bit. But we'll see. It was a good segment to kick off the show. It was a show kickoff. Hyped yeah. the hyped the match a bit. Got us a little bit more invested in the match. To be fair, I suppose. With the comments, but it was solid. Um, so yeah, then we had Dolph Ziggler versus Rey Mysterio. Right, that 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 didn't really. I, I it's fine. Make Dolph Dolph look strong before Goldberg Ray take a beat down. It was all fine. Just didn't get why they had to squash Ali in it too. Yeah, yeah. that was just not needed. Mustafa Ali, I'm assuming. Him versus Nakamura was going to be put on SummerSlam card, even pre-show. That's the Intercontinental Champion, and Dolph Ziggler beat him in four minutes. 
Like, it's, it's, nah, it's, nah, it's, didn't yeah, need that. Since yeah. come back, he's just been absolutely nothing. Like, there's nothing. Like, on Twitter, he, he, it sounds harsh to say, but he has something going for him better on Twitter than he does on WWE television. Like, everyone loves him on Twitter. Um, even Sasha Banks is, like, tweeting him a lot, showing him love, got his, like, merch. A lot of WWE superstars have got his merch. Um, he's sending, like, fans are, like, tweeting him, and then he randomly will go into their wish you know where you can have like a wish list on on yeah. Amazon, and he buys them stuff, and we'll, like he's really, got, I've got a lot of phone. computer equipment on my wish list. Though. I need to be, <laughs> I need to get on some of that. <laughs> he's, he's doing everything right on Twitter, but it's just on WWE television. Then, yeah, that's the thing. And I thought him versus Nakamura, good wrestling match. How is he going to defeat Nakamura or put that on the card now that Dolph Ziggler squashed him? Like, Dolph Ziggler doesn't need the wins or losses. As we said earlier, Dolph Ziggler does what Dolph Ziggler does, and we're all cool with it. Whether he wins, loses, or whatever, he didn't need to beat Ali. He didn't, we didn't need the match after he beating up Ray. Beating up Ray would have been a fine segment, you know? Yeah. yeah the Ali stuff wasn't needed. It, was, it would have given Dolph momentum just beating up Ray. It's Ali's, Ali's momentum they killed, you know? He beat Nakamura last week and he's lost in less than five minutes to Dolph Ziggler the following week. It just doesn't make sense. I guess, I guess though, like... It's a WCW call. You can tell who's in charge, isn't it? He's <laughs> <laughs> coming back. Smackdown will be the new WCW. <laughs> um, then we had like a, no man, a Mr. No Man Gains, I like to call him. Uh, we had a Roman Reigns segment backstage. Um, he apologizes basically to Samoa Joe. Um, simply says, you know, oh, because he was there, it couldn't have been him. So I know it must have been someone else. Uh, says that the whole situation is kind of stopping him from providing for his family and his children and his wife. Um, he's been offered this. This this is what got me though. I was thinking, really, what he was like? Oh, WWE have offered me extra protection. Now I'm thinking, okay, so WWE go on this whole. It's the big dog, and you know. <laughs> It's his yard and whatever, and I'm like, they offered you extra extra protection. Like, how does that link yeah. up? You know. Uh, but yeah, in the end, he does apologize to Samoa Joe, and that's pretty much it. And says he's gonna find out who done it. Simple, simple, nothing too much. Um, it continues the storyline, and that's all you really needed. Yeah. Uh, then we had Ember Moon versus Natalia. Oh. Um. This... Uh, why are they trying to make sure that Ember Moon is never over? <laughs> That's what, I don't know. You see the reports about Vince McMahon and Natalia, not Natalia. No. Sorry, Ember Moon. No. And apparently, Vince just does not like Ember Moon. Like, he I just, just doesn't I'm doesn't done. like her. I wow, don't understand so why. Good. I don't understand. Yeah. But this uh, it's just horrible to watch. Like, she, then she needs to go. Then she needs to leave. You know, because she's better than this nonsense mm-hmm. that's happening. This whole feud's been horrible. Bailey's handpicked, uh, and people always get handpicked, never win. Then Natalia's made her look weak, and oh, come on. No, no, no. They have like really positioned Moon weak. In a bad way. She just. Yeah, and she's so much better. I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you can look at, look at her, look at her in ring work, and think, oh, we're not going to push her. We're just going to. She's going to leave her in the background. Uh, might job her out a few weeks and um, just give her a title run because I know people want her to be in the title picture. But after that, she's done. That's pretty much what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I could see Triple H recalling her to NXT as he has done with Tyler Breeze and um, Fandango and Killian Dane. Um, 
Depends Hopefully on... Apollo Crews. I know he was there yeah. one week, and they're saying it was only one week, but I'd like Apollo to go back. back yeah, to 100%, because he moved up too soon anyway, I yeah. thought. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much it. Nat- uh, match, goes on to the, match goes to the outside fairly soon, and uh, Natalia basically just loses it. Um, applies a sharpshooter, which again just doesn't make sense to me. Don't know what they're trying to do. This, this, this irritated me. So Bailey comes out with her title around her waist, right? That don't know why that irritated me, but it did. But this is <laughs> this is this is something that they should stop doing, right? If you're coming out to save someone, why do you need to play their music? Like, why couldn't she just run out so Natalia doesn't know that someone's got, well even. Though the music played, Natalia was not letting go of that sharpshooter. But yeah, I just don't understand you'd hear the why... music and you'd let go when you because yeah. you know that someone's coming. But yeah, it's I don't logic. Know. None of it, none of it's been booked well. And the problem is, is I don't think Bailey and even Becky give a give a monkeys about their match. They know it's just Passover. Yeah, Both women's total so matches right. are literally just you know filler for your ne- their next big feud. And it's both so of them are, right. you know, and I, I think Becky and Bailey know that. I don't think they even care. You, you can know? tell. You can tell. Like the shove from Natalia to Bailey, it was weak. <laughs> it was awkward, man. And Bailey was didn't even really want to get in her face because she knows, like, well, I'm going to be champ after SummerSlam. It's fine. Like, I almost think, yeah, it's just horrible. It's been horrible to watch. All of them. And it's a shame because Ember Moon's really good. I don't know. So we go on to the Kevin Owens show segment. Um <laughs> I just love Kevin Owens. I just, I just yeah, yeah. do. He's such a guy. Um, yeah, he calls yeah. out Shame It Man. Um, he basically kind of weighs up the pros and cons. It's like, why am I putting my career on the line? You know, it should be even. Um, he says, you know, you should put your career on the line. Shame It Man basically says, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to. Um, and then Elias, out of nowhere, comes and attacks Kevin Owens from behind. They go to the outside. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, sorry, hits. What was just like a flashback stunner on the table um, to the to the good old days in the Attitude Era, and um, then Shane McMahon comes along. I, I don't. I just Shane just irritates me. Like really, just irritates me. Um, but yeah, Shane McMahon basically beats up Kevin Owens, tips the table on Kevin Owens, and then to add insult to injury, hits a sliding drop kick with the table in front of Kevin Owens and just sandwiches him between the barricade and the table. <laughs> It was brilliant. Like they, Kevin Owens sold it well. Shane, I liked Shane getting up in his face, and I actually quite liked that. Like Shane on his own in his face talking big trash, you know, like Shane McMahon trash. Mm. I, yeah, I love this segment. I and I've, I've said I think I honestly think that with the stipulation of Kevin being quit, I think they've got more in his storyline. I have a horrible feeling that Shane's going to win dirty, you know. I just so then, I have a so, so then what do we do with Kevin Owens? Does he go to? There'll be some kind not... of story, maybe. You know, I think they'll just. How many times in the Austin McMahon stuff was Austin fired, suspended, all the other stuff? I think they try to build something like that. You know, they could even do. They could even do something where he goes down to NXT, and then Triple H is like, "Listen, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not involved with that. You know, fair, just, just I just wouldn't announce. be so sure that Kevin Owens is going to win on Sunday. I, it's WWE in it, and it's Shane McMahon. He's a McMahon. <laughs> but it was a really good go home segment for their match on Sunday. So um, it was good. Yeah, agree. Firefly Funhouse segment here. Um, Bray and his friends say, um, you know, that Finn Balor 
kind of did this did this to himself. He invited the fiend, um, says the fiend is coming for him. And personally, for me, the fiend is the best thing on WWE television. Like I can't get enough of it. The whole Firefly Funhouse to me. And I've even got messages to prove it. I slated this. I did not agree with it. I thought it was stupid. Oh, really? I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to see the old Bray Wyatt just come back, but just be booked correctly. That's all I wanted. But then when they brought in the Fiend, and we had this whole one eighty flip, and you know the whole alternate characters, I was like, okay, this is going somewhere. And the mask is scary, man. Yeah. Like, imagine being a child, like watching this. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how scary that um, mask is. But yeah, what did you think of the whole segment? Yeah, again, it's all been it's all been perfectly fun. And you believe that, like what he's saying, like is yeah, things turns to hurt. Like you're into it. Yeah, I think it's great, and I like the way it goes from kids to to darkness really, really fast. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's all I, all the Firefly stuff at the minute is none of it's been rubbish. All it's been good from the very beginning when I, well after that first episode we're like oh god what have you done to him to now <laughs> yeah. it's been amazing that's that was me i was like what have you done but yeah i agree uh so we had a kofi and autumn promo package which was done very nicely just basically taking you through Love their it. history the kofi, randy orton stuff it's so Love good it. isn't it? it's yeah. got so much history behind it and logic a lot of logic which yep. is something wwe tend to miss um, they're using the past and they're bringing it to where we are now and it makes sense. And one thing that I didn't like is the fact that Kofi said at the end of this whole interview while the promo package was playing, he said, he said um, who's going to be the stupid one now? And I was like, why would you say that? Because when you lose at SummerSlam, it's not if, it's when you lose. It just That's Ooh. just going to make you look stupid. That's gonna. I really do yeah. think Kofi's title... Again. Ends. No, I, I think Randy Orton will be SmackDown champion going into when they move to Fox, mm-hmm. whether that's SummerSlam or next month. But I do think Randy Orton will be the champ going into October when they start SmackDown in October. So maybe they give Kofi one last big moment. A SummerSlam, WrestleMania and SummerSlam victory really is championship victory is probably the most you're ever going to get from a career. He probably earned that. Mm-hmm. And then Orton takes it off him next month. But I think Orton will be champ going into October. Yeah. When they move to Fox. It's just when. If this yeah. was September, <laughs> I would say, no brainer, Orton's winning. But because it's August, do they give Kofi just one last win? Because like the whole Kofi thing's been really good from an alley injury to where they are now has been mm-hmm. great. But don't know. Orton will be champ by October. Agreed. Um, so yeah, next we had New Day taking on Rowan and Daniel Bryan. Great um, match. But first thing I want to say though, it was a great match, but I do think Daniel Bryan's stock is starting to plummet a little bit. I feel like he isn't. Well, it was never going to be this situation anyway, but he's not as big as he used to be back in that 2014. He needs. Uh, I know it's weird, but he does need it to be him that is fighting Roman Reigns in this car thing. Yeah. I think to make him relevant again, get him back in singles. Or, as his stock is plummeting, throw him on 205 Live, let him have bangers for the rest of his life. <laughs> Could do. Could do. Yeah, I mean, Could as do. he's Cause, getting cause... on. But it was a great tag match. I mean, the, the sp- Suicide Spear actually looked really bloody painful because Owen couldn't... It, um, Brian didn't get up on time, really, did he? He sort of Mm-mm. sprung up and got speared straight away. <laughs> but it was... Um, yeah, good workers, good match. Yeah, it was, it was good. But you're right. Daniel Bryan needs to... 
I don't mind having Rowan stuck around as his enforcer or anything. Like I like Eric Rowan in that role, but I don't think they should be tagging. Daniel Bryan needs some single stuff. You Agreed. Know? Um, I do want to mention that Biggie Spear to the outside scares the living hell out of me, man. Oh, since like, he tried to decapitate himself last time. Like, oh, man, I just feel like this is going to go wrong one day. I pray it doesn't touch what it doesn't, but it just scares the living hell out of me, man. Oh, and especially to Daniel Bryan as well. Yeah. With his injury history. Oh, I, I can't. I, just, I cringe every time he does it because I'm like, either you're going to land on your neck, you're not going to fully rotate. Oh, I don't like it. But and I have to say... I think it goes a little bit unnoticed, but Eric Rowan is a really good worker. I you know? put that here. Like, well. Eric so Rowan good. is 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 better than I think even I give him credit for. Like I end up watching a match, I'm like, damn, Eric Rowan's good. Like I'm surprised, but I say it after every match, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I still keep surprising myself. Like, damn, Eric Rowan's good, and you're like, oh yeah, wait, actually he is. Yeah. So, but Daniel Bryan needs single stuff because look at the dream matches we need to tick off. I need to see. Brian Nakamura, I need to see Brian Rollins, I need to see others, you know, so mm -hmm. quickly do it before Brian can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then to close the show, we had uh, Reigns confront Buddy, Buddy Murphy um, and he sat, sits down in front of him and he's like, look, I saw, I, I saw you there, so I want to know who did it, but I'm trying to find out what's going on. Murphy basically turns around and says, like, I don't know who did it, I'm not lying to you, but he's like, even if I did know who did it, I wouldn't tell you. That pissed then, Reigns off. Yeah, and, and then they just had, because, because they made Burphy look like some little just, girl. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this guy hasn't been on TV since he got drafted to SmackDown, and this is the first thing you do with him. And in that draft, I said I wanted Buddy Murphy on SmackDown. I think Buddy Murphy is fantastic. He's a bit. He's yeah. not a. He's not a cruiserweight. He's a big cruiserweight. You know, he. May, I know mm -hmm. he makes the cut, but he can hang with anyone. And they made him look like a five-year-old girl. You know, he's a just... he's a Neville for me. Like he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He fits the cruiserweight division, but then you could also see him carrying a big title on the main yeah. roster. Hundred um, percent. It just, and... yeah. I don't know why they did this, um, but in the end, the whole beatdown was it was quite brutal. To be fair, uh, fair was, play to he, Yeah, it did look when he bounced off that table. It looked yeah, really bad actually. Like... <laughs> uh, Murphy then kind of just snitches and was like, "It was Rowan." Um, I didn't, didn't say Brian anything there. about Brian yet, yeah. so it's all Rowan. I'm hoping, I'm assuming it's leading to Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, which would be cool, but I like that they've got Rowan involved. I, I love I, a whodunit. I don't mind a whodunit. I actually <laughs> think it's going to be a tag team match. I think it's going to be Joe and Reigns versus Brian and Rowan. Brian and Rowan, which, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Um, it was good to see Buddy Murphy at least on TV. I'm hoping yeah. that they can, they can save him from that. Um, do you want to quickly run through NXT? Because I only watched half of it. Uh, Street Profits danced to Undisputed Era and Matt Riddle took a beating. Done. <laughs> you don't need to see anything else. <laughs> that was pretty much it. I mean, Matt Riddle did take a beating. Killian Dane hurt him. Um, mm. And Undisputed Era music being danced by the Street Profits is amazing. That's one of the best thing I've seen. That's all you need to see. There's nothing else happened. There was oh, no fuck. other matches. Um, it was just previews and stuff about the breakout tournament. Um Matt Riddle, to be fair to him, can sell. He can sell yeah. it. He, he took a beating and he can sell it. So, um, yeah, really good. Really, I feel really like good. I feel like two things. I feel like um, this is a punishment for Matt Riddle right now um, because of well, all because of, his, of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, because he just keeps running his mouth on Twitter, keeps you know tagging legends and sending for like the one thing you just don't do is you just don't talk about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is Vince McMahon's like 
whether they've had arguments it's, it's just like a having an older son you know what i mean like eventually you're gonna have disagreements or whatever but that's what vince McMahon and brock lesnar are you know brock lesnar is his older son and you know they have their disagreements or whatever but he loves him you don't talk about the guy's son like that like you just don't do it um talks about goldberg vince McMahon cares a lot about goldberg why i don't know but he does again you don't talk about someone close to vince mcmahon um so i reckon triple h got yeah. a call from vince and was just like look you need to sort him out because uh, this is getting a bit ridiculous and I'm getting pissed and, off. Uh, and it's good for Killian Dane. Yeah. It's a win-win, I think, for everyone. I mean, I'm not even disagreeing, though, that Matt Riddle does need to shut his mouth a little bit. Like, oh, of course. Yeah, I I, I'm not even reading it, like, his Twitter stuff is like, oh, yeah, God, yeah, you're, you're reading it as, like, you're attention-seeking and you mm -hmm. don't need to. Like, mm -hmm. people were into you when you got to NXT and the matches you put on have been good. Like mm -hmm. no one's no one no one needs you to do this. You don't need to be flapping your gums. You know? Agreed. So, so yeah. And then we had um. I, I just wanted to talk about Montez Ford. I think he's going to be an absolute star. Um. Yeah. I do think it's it's sad, just, but when I you hope they don't put him like on that, the main roster yet. Yeah. Yeah. Leave them where they are. No. No. I. That's what I'm scared about because we see them like on Raw and stuff, and I'm just worried that if they go to Raw. Paul Heyman might be able to look after them, but I just, I just worry. Agreed. So we're going to quickly go over the NXT um, takeover card. It's in Toronto. It's on Saturday. Um, I'll be watching this definitely. Uh, we've got five matches here. So we've got Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai. Who have you got? Shirai. Definitely. Candice definitely. doesn't doesn't need it yet. She needs to be. She she will. But she will be the girl that wins NXT title. 100%. But I think they put too much into Shirai. I think it'll be like a dirty heel win because they're really pushing that heel turn. Mm -hmm. And Candice at the moment is still hot enough that she can take a loss. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, we had the, got the NXT Tag Team Championships on the line. Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era. Who have you got? Oh, by the way, I'm going with Eero Shirai as well. But yeah. Tag Team Titles, who have you got? Undisputed Era. Of course. I think I think this is the one where they pulled the switch. I, but everyone says this in the every NXT takeover. It's all the gold for undisputed era, <laughs> and they win like nothing. But no, okay. I think this time, I just hope that they don't put call the street profits up straight away after it. I think it's going to be a, a very crossed over takeover. It meaning I feel like all the members of undisputed era are going to have their involvement somehow to make this happen. Because mm. uh, I just feel like doing it just off of a clean victory to me. It's too predictable. I feel like Triple H is going to want to do something where there's a reason as to... Proper heel faction. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like there should be loads of crossovers, like Roderick interfering in the tag team match. You might have um, Kyle in, in, in interfering in the, the main event match. You know, I just feel like there's going to be various crossovers. But yeah, I'm going with the yeah. Undisputed Era, as are you. Uh, North American Championship match, Velveteen Dream versus Pete Dunne versus Roderick <laughs> Strong. This is going to steal the show. I think this is going to be the best match yeah, on the card. Yeah. I am going with Roderick Strong. Um, what about you? Yeah, me too. I think Pete yeah. Dunne was added so Dream doesn't take the loss and Roderick Strong can take the win. He can pin Pete Dunne. I think Dream hits his finishing move. Strong throws him out of the ring, pins Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne can take it. Course, um, yeah. Dream doesn't need it, and if they don't book it, then you know. Uh, but I think, yeah, Roderick Strong. Uh, I think that's why Pete Dunn was added to make it a triple threat, so Dream doesn't eat a loss, you know, mm -hmm. as such. So Pete Dunn is basically like really, really indestructible. Like the guy, and mm -hmm. he held his title for seven hundred days, 
Um, and his kind of first two big losses really were against Walter. Um, one mm. at TakeOver and then one on NXT television. And then we haven't seen him since, really. And I think he so. can take it. And I honestly think, yeah, Dream, Dream will go into the main event scene after this. I think it's Roderick Strong's, though. Um, then we've got the NXT Women's Championship match, Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim. I am calling a Shayna Baszler a finally oh. call-up. I'm calling it. So I think Mia Yim's taking this. I don't want her to because I don't think she's ready for it. I don't think her character is strong enough. But I, I don't know Triple H is high yeah. on her. So I don't, think, I don't think it will be. I think, I think Shayna Baszler will stay until uh, WrestleMania. Oh, that's so, a big call. Yeah. It will be Candice that I think will take it from her eventually. I agreed with someone yesterday, in fact, that on that. I think it will be Candice that will take it from Shayna Baszler because Yim has not done very well in this promo. I don't think she's handled it very well. I don't think she's ready. She's a great wrestler, mm-hmm. but no, I think Baszler, Baszler wins. Interesting. Okay. Um, then we've got the main event, NXT Championship match uh, between Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano in a two out of three falls match. And we still don't know what Regal's picked, do we, for the third fall? No, I don't think so. Um, I am going with an Adam Cole retain, but not a clean finish. I think it's going to be a dirty finish. I actually wouldn't be surprised. Regal turns heel. Not even that. <laughs> I'd, I would I know he's not ready to, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ciampa came out and just had his heel switch. Well, like I said it might be Ciampa's special guest referee for the third fall, but no, I think Adam Cole retains. Yeah, that that actually might be that would be big. Oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, that is a shout. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be hard. That would be cool. But yeah, that's NXT Takeover. That's our predictions. Let us know. Um, what you guys think in well if you're watching this on youtube or listening to this on youtube in the comment section let us know uh who you got and what your predictions are for nxt yeah we need to know we want to hear different opinions like yeah man with the shader baszler thing see i like it when it's that yeah that's the only one we disagreed on (laughs) because i think it's pretty obvious we know our stuff that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like honestly i i i I would i think it's time for shader to get called up but i i don't know that's a big shout to say she stayed there to WrestleMania, but we'll see. We'll see. On to SummerSlam, though, quickly. Um, top of the card, I'm going. This is on WWE's page. Uh, we've got Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. Dream match. Hmm. I, do they make both Canadian women lose on one card? That's literally it. Yes, probably. Vince doesn't like Canadian. Charlotte Flair. <laughs> um i am yeah. i feel like i feel like trish is gonna win this if it is yeah, the last match yeah i don't know in canada do we let trish go out with a high has she earned that much i it wouldn't shock me if trish wins, but they it's charlotte flair she's facing like she is the female roman reigns you know but i she's feel like, like she's strong enough that she can take a loss that's that's my yeah, she purpose. is. They never let her lose, really, do they? True. So, I don't know. I'm going to go with Charlotte, but it wouldn't shock me if it's Trish. Um, then we've got the Cruiserweight Championship match. Drew Gulak versus Oni Lorcan. This is going this to be... This show. This is going to be... It's, it's going to be amazing. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. wait. I've got a smile on my face just reading it. Yeah. I cannot when, wait. When I saw it, I'm like, yes, that is a match. For me, that is a current roster dream match for me to see. No lie. Um, but I think Drew wins... I only will win it. 
I think Drew wins by some heel tactics after a really great match. Only Lorcan reminds me of just like a pit bull when he's in the ring. Like he's just aggressive. and he's Twitter game ace. <laughs> <laughs> he's so aggressive, but yeah, this this match should be it should steal the show realistically. Yeah. Um, then we've got Finn Balor versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt. I am going with the Fiend. There is no reason why Bray yeah, should be well. Finn's taking some time off. Bray's hot. Yeah, I don't think there'd be anyone in the world that will bet on Finn Balor. <laughs> I feel like if they're going to do like Finn Balor's going away sort of angle, they should do it where like, it sounds stupid, but like the Fiend kind of takes his soul or takes something There's from something. him. Something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could do a little scene of him being carried out, Undertaker-esque, mm-hmm. really put the Fiend over as some evil spirit kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm all for that's, that. That's what they should do, but we'll see what happens. Uh, but we'll both agree on the Fiend. Uh, then we've got the United States Championship match. AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Now, this, again, could be a match that steals a show. Their last match that they had wasn't great. They should have chemistry because they faced each other on the independent scene a number of times. So I reckon it's just Vince saying, don't do too much. Take it. Stay on this level. But if mm. Vince just says, let the roof go do what you need to do, this match could be amazing. I'm actually going to say AJ Styles retains. Yeah, I'm saying uh, AJ retain. They're, 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 they're pushing this OC, OG yeah. thing quite hard. So um, AEW. <laughs> just Ricochet can't take... Uh, it has to be a sort of... doesn't. Don't let it be a clean finish because I don't want Ricochet to lose too much, you know, more. But, I know, I think that, I think yeah. that was get involved i think, think yeah way. i think yeah yeah i or they get involved usos come out and the heel the after aj wins dirty usos come out to help ricochet and they can make the the faces look strong after you know could do or you chase them away because you know how they sometimes do call-ups on like the pay-per-view after you could even do it as the um the street, street profits, profits come up yeah, yeah. it could, yeah. could finally push I, I would do that have aj win almost dirty Oh, because of distraction or something, and then book the faces strong with the beatdown after or mm-hmm. something. Chase them away. But yeah, AJ retains. Uh, then we've got Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. I, this match is going to be... Spear, Jackhammer, who's next? <laughs> simple. Simple, simple, simple. <laughs> don't, don't even talk about it. <laughs> um, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. I, as I said, I'm going... I'm going there's, there's more to the storyline, and they're going to really, really... Put Shane over his hate. I'm going Shane on some dirtiness, and then there'll be some story play out of Kevin Owens. I am actually going with Kevin Owens, and I actually think how he's going to win is we're going to see a face turn for Sami Zayn. I think Sami Zayn's going to come out and help him. That's Ooh. my that's my call for this. I'm just Sami Zayn needs to go to AEW. Like <laughs> that's what needs to happen. Yeah, Sami needs it so bad. <laughs> Like yeah. he, he doesn't fit in WWE. They don't know what to do with him. He doesn't know how to do it. It it's a Dean Ambrose thing, just waiting to happen. Just let him go. They don't need they don't need him. Like if Sami Zayn was to leave WWE, nothing would change. You know? They don't mm-hmm. need him. They they've got nowhere for him. He's not main event. He's not in anything. He's not relevant. Let him go. Just let They're him go. on a losing streak as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they don't know how to book him. So they're just like, oh, Alistair Black needs to fight someone. Oh, Sammy will do it. Oh, Rey Mysterio needs to fight someone at reunion. Oh, Sammy will do it. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they don't know what to do with him. And he doesn't even look like he knows what to do. So they need to, he needs to go to AEW. 
get that contract terminated. Leave, Sammy, leave. (laughs) (laughs) Smackdown Women's Championship is on the line. Bailey versus Ember Moon. Um, Bailey's going to retain. Easily. Actually. Actually. There might be, there's going to be some swerves because the card and everything has been so easily leaked. Could this be one swerve? I can't, I can't see it. I can't see yeah, it. I can't put into Bailey. Or unless this is Sasha where they bring Banks. Sasha Banks. Yeah. yeah. And that's, they put the strap on Ember just to make all us little indie boys happy. Um, tick that, you know. And then if Kofi wins, two black champions. Woo! WWE <laughs> going down that road. Um, if Sasha back, then maybe Bailey loses. But if she's not, I mean, we've been hearing Sasha's bank money in the bank, but Sasha back there. So, you know, and she hasn't yet. So she's due a comeback. I still think it will be Sasha Banks that takes the title off Bailey, but it could be, it could be, she could be back, but I can't see it. I think Bailey well, retains. Well, I agree with that, and they, the only way they could do that is they don't really need to. They could have just the match; it ends clean. Bailey wins one, two, three, and then Sasha comes out at the end um, with a like yeah. massive pop or whatever, and then that's when you can turn Sasha full heel and just yes. destroy Bailey at the end, like just back to the Sasha off. that made that little girl cry on it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring her back. Have her, have her do what she needs to do. Celebrate yeah, with yeah. Bailey, and then you know, just go mad. Basically, like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn thing when he won the title. Do yeah. do that. Have her celebrate, and then beat her senseless. Like yeah. has to literally beat her senseless. Like even put yeah. her for a table. Like it has yeah, to do something. Bad. Um. So yeah, that that could be a thing. Uh. Last. Oh no, not last match. Got three more. Uh. <laughs> WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston taking on Randy Orton. I am going with an Orton win. I think this match is going to end clean. I think this is the end of Kofi Kingston's reign, sadly. I, it's either this month or next month. I, I think they give Kofi one more celebration. So I think Kofi... That would be a big win, though. Month. Yeah, and then Orton will take it from him next month. Orton will be starting Fox era as champ. What's the next pay-per-view? Hell in a Cell or... No, it's Clash of Champions, isn't it? September. Oh, yeah. So, I think Orton takes it then. I think they give Kofi one big last pop, and then Orton takes it. So, I'm going Kofi. Okay. Okay. Raw Women's Championship on the line. Becky Lynch versus Natalia. We all know who's winning this. Yeah, there's, 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 we don't even need to talk about it, really. Becky Lynch is going to just... The less said about this as well. It's been horrible to watch. Mm-hmm. For me, you know. So, yeah, but Becky... And then the Universal Championship on the line, Brock Lesnar versus Seth freaking Rollins. Um, yeah, we already kind of gave our thoughts on this earlier, but yeah. Seth can't win. He just can't. It's not yeah. logically... I think they would get a worse, the worse reaction than Lesnar winning, which is how bad it, things have got for Seth Rollins in his character at the minute, is that we all want a Lesnar win, and nobody wants Lesnar to win ever. Like, but everybody wants a Lesnar win. Like, I'd much rather has have Lesnar win um, and move on. But who who does he move on to with no Seth Rollins? Yeah. That's the thing. That's what happens when you don't build characters. You know. Yep. They haven't got they haven't got that that fullback. But we'll see. There's literally no one. The other match that could be on the card, as we mentioned, um, which is we still have Roman Reigns, we still have Samoa Joe. That's not on the card. Daniel Bryan's not on the card. Well, I think they were going with Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, but they're pulling it, and they I think there'll be a segment about it. 
I don't think there'll be a match. I think they're going to run with this who done it story a little bit longer. But apparently, the Roman Reigns Daniel Bryan was meant to be on the card, but they've pulled it or something. So, well, this pay per view. Um, I think there is... will be a segment. Do you reckon? Yeah. Because I, I reckon there might be a match because this pay per view is meant to be between four and six hours. Why? I don't know, but that's what the rumors. The thing are is, they pulled. You know, we, I, we possibly could still get Nakamura v Ali. I was expecting that one. Mm -hmm. uh, that could get added. And I was reading this morning that Drew McIntyre versus Cedric Alexander will again be added as uh, as another. So maybe they maybe not. I think there will be a segment. You can't have SummerSlam without Roman Reigns. I think it's good that they've made a whole SummerSlam without Roman Reigns. Like I think where they're booking Roman Reigns right now is great. It's actually making me okay with Roman Reigns for a change. Um, but yeah, I think there'll be a segment. I don't think there'll be a match. He's been booked quite nicely, to be fair, since he's come this back. This is how they should have booked him before. Yeah. You know? Don't throw him down nicely. that first. Because the man can do work, you know? He can actually wrestle. This is what's annoying. They made us hate him, and I don't like <laughs> it. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, SummerSlam yep. is this Sunday, uh, live from Toronto. Um, I will be watching it live I have no work on Monday, so I can stay up until God knows when to watch this, because I don't know what time it's going to finish. Usually these pay-per-views just go on forever and ever and ever. WrestleMania was the longest stream I've ever done. I did a WrestleMania react show. Oh, jeez. 6 a.m. I'm still Ooh. there. Plug it away. But yeah. Were you, what, what, you tired? A little bit. Yeah, I couldn't do that. But yeah, it should be good. And then we've got NXT TakeOver. This week is just like... We love it and we hate it. It's the longest week for wrestling fans. Monday, we've got Raw. Tuesday, SmackDown. Wednesday, NXT and 205 Live. And then you've got Saturday, you've got NXT. Sunday, you've got the, the main pay-per-view. And then Monday, you've got Raw. It, it's the longest week yeah. ever. And for me, Friday, I've got TNA. We'll, oh, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll look into that in other shows when there's not big pay-per-views. But yeah, I've, uh, yeah, I do watch TNA on a Friday, which, I, you know, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, why are you watching it? <laughs> like, what are you even looking for right here? <laughs> like, but, you know, it's fine. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, and I might get into it eventually. But no, you see. might. It's hard. It's hard work, man. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's all right. Some of it. They do what they're doing. I think they just appreciate that they're small time. They're not trying anything too big. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll just chunder along doing their thing. Cool, cool. So um, this is this is us. You know, this is the podcast. This is what we're going to be about. Um, there's going to be a lot of content on the, the channel. Mm -hmm. um, personally, for me, I'm looking to bring a lot of wrestling gaming content to the channel as well uh, through the podcast. So, you know, it even could do a universe with the podcast. Um, we're going to have loads of guests on here as well. Some names you won't know of. Some names um, you might know of. You, you never know who might appear on here. You never know with us. We're mysterious. We're mysterious. No, like one, that. no one knew that this was coming. Like, the questions I've had about what he was doing. <laughs> Honestly, so that, now you know. <laughs> now you know. It's out there. It's out there for the whole world to know. But yeah, man, there's going to be loads of stuff. On here loads of stuff during the week when i'm off i'm going to be doing loads of different stuff um Darry, i know if he has spare time he'll probably come to me and be like i've got this video put on the channel it's, it's yeah, just gonna yeah. be like that we're not gonna like try and format it too much it's just gonna be whenever however and just we are gonna we'll, try and we'll scratch our wrestling itches through this channel you know yeah. so you know like 
I already know in the little time that we've been in the CMG thing together, we've talked a lot of wrestling like us mm-hmm. two already, you know, and I know there's a lot of conversations that we see that sparks an idea. Like when you did the the matches thing on your Twitter, the matches that he got suggested, huge, oh, <laughs> like huge. Crazy. So maybe like little clips of that. You'll see different bits and pieces, as I say, as ideas come, then we'll just kind of roll with it from mm-hmm. a wrestling content point of view. Try and uh, tick a lot of boxes, you know? Yeah. What I want from this podcast is it to be very um, authentic. You know, what you heard today was literally like me and Darry, we didn't have no script. We didn't have nothing planned. We literally just sat down on a Friday. I was like, should we do it Friday? He was like, yeah. I was like, 10? He was like, yeah. And that was it. And mm-hmm. then we sat down and we've just recorded. That's how it's and, and I think the good thing, we watched wrestling. We didn't talk about it until today. So yeah. what you've heard today is the first time. Me and Wolfie have actually spoke about the rest in that we've watched this week. So, you know, that's how it's going to be. So that's how it's going to be. Hopefully you guys enjoy what you hear. Um, Yeah. You know, just 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 let us know your personal thoughts about what you've heard, um, what you think about SummerSlam, what you think about NXT TakeOver. You can even talk about Raw and SmackDown if you want, Um, although I wouldn't because the shows are pretty blair. And um, yeah, we are going to try and put this on different platforms. Aim is to get on soundcloud that we on soundcloud for a bit and then move over to itunes and then different areas from there but yeah man it's it's, it's gonna be a good year it's gonna be from here anyway it's gonna be a good year um it is, we, can only, it is. We, can, we can only hope for better things so i'm a 20 coming oh excited times oh trust excited me there's times. gonna be some stuff happening yeah. on that trust me yeah yeah, yeah. oh yes um uh, but yeah do you want to drop your socials uh, yeah, so DarryLips37 on Twitter. Make sure you give us a follow because we'll, we'll we'll put it all through. Um, DarryLips on Twitch. DarryLips on YouTube. YouTube stuff's about to get a lot more other stuff. It's just football in a minute, but there's a lot of plans coming with that. So follow it now. And obviously, get into Centre Mid Gaming. Put that mm-hmm. in your Twitters and everything. Get on that because there's a lot of other people. Obviously, me and Wolfie are at the top level. And then there's some other guys under... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, get on that. There's a lot of different content creators, a lot of different avenues, a lot of Twitch, a lot of other bits and pieces. The website's very cool. Go and check out all Sentiment Gaming stuff. There. That's me. Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Wolfie. Uh, follow me on Twitch at Wolfie. Everything is Wolfie, basically. Um, that's my whole brand. Wolfie for everything. Twitch, uh, YouTube, Twitter, um, Discord, I think, is Wolfie as well if you want to add me on there. Um, Steam is Wolfie as well. So yeah, make sure you add me on that. And again, like Darry said, make sure you check out CMG. CMG are going to be um, following this podcast, of course, because we are both from CMG. So um, make sure you do check them out. Things are coming for CMG, man. CMG is, is such yeah. a lovely... It's got lovely some really, network. really good guys that do a lot of different stuff. Yeah. I think that's what's key is it's not like one game. Like that, you could watch almost any game. I know the World of Warcraft stuff's going to take some over. There's War Thunder, there's Football Manager, there's wrestling, there's all kinds. You know, there's shooters. You know, so yeah, it's a it's a good time to get involved. Yeah, definitely, man. And obviously, with the new games coming out, uh, the fall of this year, CMG should just it's just going to take over, man. It's just going to be something big. Um, it's a special place, nice people, lovely people. As Darry said, a variety of games, and now we've got the wrestling podcast as well. So, like, CMG has just got this whole takeover mentality. We ain't talking about NXT. Uh, <laughs> um, it's good. So, yeah, CMG, yeah. Darry, myself, we're out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Catch you soon. Peace. Peace.